For over 10 years, I have shared my personal experiences of sex through Adventures from the Bedrooms of African Women, a blog I co-founded with my friend Malaka Grant. I have also facilitated conversations about women's experiences of sex and pleasure in a variety of public settings, ranging from intimate living room conversations in Mobasa, Kenya, to public events in Berlin, Germany. I have often spoken and written about the importance of owning one's body and my continuing journey in negotiating my sexuality and desires both within and outside the bedroom. Speaking in public about a subject which is often deemed taboo, especially in the part of the world where I originate, is a political act. I think and write about sex in order to learn how to have better sex. I encourage other women to share their experiences of sex in order to build our collective consciousness around the politics of pleasure. This is critical in a world where women too often lack access to truly comprehensive sexuality education. Black, African and Afro-descendant women are often told that sex should only be within particular constraints, between people of opposite genders, for instance, and within certain parameters. In some countries, those parameters are marriage. In other countries, the law prohibits some types of sexual acts or tries to control the choices girls and women have when they experience an unwanted pregnancy. In The Sex Lives of African Women, Individual women from across the African continent and its global diaspora speak to their experiences of sex, sexualities and relationships. These stories are based on in-depth interviews I conducted between 2015 and 2020 with women from 31 countries. A significant proportion of the women I interviewed represented more than one nation and had had their sexual encounters shaped by the various countries they had lived in and cultures they had experienced. After speaking to over 30 women for this book, I started to see several common threads weaving through the stories. We're all on a journey towards sexual freedom and agency. In order to get there, we need to heal. Healing looks different for everybody. For some, healing came about through celibacy and spiritual growth. For others, healing came through taking back power as a dominatrix and sex worker. Many of the women I spoke to inspired me with realities of how they lived their best sexual lives. This included deeply personal stories. For example, about navigating freedom and polyamory in conservative Senegal. Or resisting the erasure of lesbian identity and finding a queer community in Egypt in the midst of a revolution. African women grapple with the trauma of sexual abuse and resist religious and patriarchal edicts in order to assert their sexual power and agency. They do this by questioning and resisting societal norms whilst creating new norms and narratives that allow them to be who they truly are. The journey towards sexual freedom is not a linear one, or one that is fixed and static. Freedom is a state that we are constantly seeking to reach.